Open the door and come on in. Cause this is where the fun begins. You don't have to be a penny or a dollar to step inside Gelato's parlor. This podcast can pass a test. And you'll enjoy my special guest. Take a seat and close the door. And join Mr. Ray to find out more. So let's hear your holler. Welcome to Gelato's parlor. That's me. Hello, everybody, and a warm welcome to Gelato's Parlor. You just heard my very own theme tune, which I wrote, and I hope you enjoyed it. Anyway, uh, it's been real fun to revive these Gelato Parlor podcasts, and I hope you enjoyed it. I've got some nice reviews and that sort of thing, and um, we've had some lovely guests on as well. But this specific episode, I'm just going to recount a little story that I remember, something that happened to me. Quite embarrassing. Um, many, many years ago, way back in those uh, good old days of the 80s. Um, and I'll tell you this story in a sec. But I just want to say, first of all, thanks for listening. Second, I hope you're all well and you're coping okay during these uh, very strange locked down times. And also, uh, finally, please subscribe. You can listen to these on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify and on my YouTube channel. And um, Please do subscribe, but also, if you feel like it, and if you're able, only if you can, you can leave a very small donation. I now put a PayPal button up on these because a little contribution certainly helps me to keep these going. But anyway, let me launch into this little tale. This happened back in the 80s, right? And um, I was playing, well, I was part of a band called the Chevalier Brothers. It was a lovely swing combo, and uh, some of you may have heard of it. If not, check up, check us out on YouTube. We were very popular in the 80s. We did a lot of TV. We did the John Peel show. We did things like Jasper Carrot, and um, we were on the BBC quite a lot. And it was, uh, I, I consider that band, the Chevalier Brothers, sort of paved the way a little bit for the swing revival that came a bit later um, in the 90s in the States, you know, and also spread over here. But anyway... I'll tell you about the Chevalier Brothers more in another episode. But so I'm playing in this band. And we were very busy, you know, and we used to play a lot of universities, uh, especially during the May ball months, they called it, the May and June time. So what happened was we go on, on tour and we were in a van. We had a band van at the time. And uh, I realised uh, that I'd left in those days. You know, I was very young and, and uh, scatty and I'd left without packing enough clothes. We were on the road for a few days. and I didn't have any underwear, didn't have any underpants. And I spoke, was talking about this in a van. I said, oh, bloody hell, I forgot my underpants. What am I going to do now? The drummer, I'm not going to mention his name. He's a lovely bloke. He's still actually a mate of mine. He was a, I've got to say, he was a bit of a kleptomaniac, which uh, meant he used to like to, to nick things once in a while. Uh, that was his business. I, I didn't want to get involved in that, but um, that's how he got his kicks, I guess. And uh, he had played with some very famous bands as well, but he had a, he had a short period being the drummer in the Chevalier Brothers. So he heard me say about the underpants. Anyway, I didn't think anything of it. And when we were checking into the hotel a little bit later on, well, it wasn't a hotel in those days. It was probably a, some dodgy B&B or whatever it was. Um, and the gig was some university, I think. Jeff said to me, here, Ray, I've got your these. And he handed me a packet of, of underpants, about three or four different pairs. And obviously, I think he'd... Um, he probably offloaded them somewhere from British home stores or something. I'm pretty sure about that because he laughed. And I said, oh, thanks, Jeff. That's nice of you. And they were like dodgy old-fashioned Y-fronts that, that people used to wear back then. But the problem was, when I opened them up, um, each one had a, a logo on the, um, on the sort of crotch piece. And it was all a different kind of um, logo, you know, a stupid sort of logo. Uh, 
you know, all sorts of stuff I can't remember, but a lot of double entendres on this piece and the little picture. I didn't think nothing of it. Stuck these underpants on, did the gig, boom, boom, boom. Anyway, a few weeks later, um, I was a weightlifter back then. I used to do the bodybuilding thing and I hurt my back. I was doing some squats and I really hurt the back of, back of my, my neck. And I went to my GP and the GP says, well, look, you need an osteopath. And what I could recommend is I can write you a referral to the uh, British School of Osteopathy or the London School of Osteopathy. I can't quite remember. And I said, oh, that sounds great. Where is it? And she said, well, it's in, it's off uh, Trafalgar Square. So I head on down now, I go to Trafalgar Square, go into this uh, London School of Osteopathy. And um, I'm waiting in the waiting room. And anyway, I go in. Now, what I didn't realise was, I should have, it's stupid, that I'm being seen by students. So the main doctor comes in, he goes, oh, hello. Um, would you mind if, uh, you know, we get our medical students in and we've got one who will examine you, we'll see what, what the best uh, procedure is for your bad back. But we've got, so, and, uh, and we'll bring some others in. So I says, no, of course not. I'm happy to help. So a bunch of these people come in, girls and blokes, very, very pretty girls, actually. You know, we're about the same age as me. I was probably in my 20s. These girls are about the same age. And one of them said, oh, I know that I know you. Um, I saw you play. You played at my medical at my medical college. Can't remember which one it was. It was in London a couple of months ago. You're that guy at the Chevalier Brothers, aren't you? And bear in mind, the Chevalier Brothers was quite a popular band among uh, students and young people back then. And I said, yeah, that's me. I'm the sax bland singer. Oh, and then she was saying, oh, this guy's absolutely fantastic. And she was a stunner, stunning looking girl in the white coat and all that. So anyway, I lie down on the table. says, would you take your shoes off? And she was the one doing the examination. So she starts, she's going to take your, your shirt off and then your T-shirt. I said, sure. I didn't mind that because I was in good shape back then. You know, no waist and uh, muscular. And uh, she starts massaging me and doing all this and trying to find where it is. And she's talking to her in the technical terms to her colleagues, all these other young people. There was about 10 of them in the room. And then she says, well, look, we need to check the back of your spine. Would you mind taking your trousers off? So I says, no, of course not. Anyway, I thought to my horror, the underpants I put on this that morning were the ones that Je um, the, the drummer, sorry, I was going to say his name then, the drummer had, had nicked. And what they did, this pair of underpants had a logo on the crotch piece that had an ever-ready, an old ever-ready battery, those ever-ready batteries we used to have. I don't know if you can still buy them. I'm sure you can. And it had a little ever-ready ba ever battery with a bloke, little cartoon man on top that says, I'm always ready. So I says, yeah, I'll take my trousers. No, do I have to? She goes, well, yes, you know, you've got to examine your whole body because it's going down your leg, the pain. I had to take my trousers off. And I had this these blue underpants on, light blue Y-fronts with the ever-ready battery on the crotch piece and the little cartoon that says, I'm always ready. And everyone was looking, everybody was giggling. I, I, I've never been so embarrassed in my life, honestly. And all these beautiful, stunning ladies looking at me with this stupid, terrible pair of underpants. Anyway, that was the, the podcast I just wanted to do to recount that story. I'm going to do a couple of little stories on the road. Thanks for listening, everybody. Once again, you can make a very small contribution on the PayPal button at the bottom. You can listen to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and whatever. And uh, I'll see you on the next one. This is Gelato's Parlour. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>